Working with your investments, retirement, insurance, estate, or tax planning, or just dealing with everyday expenses, your money matters. Let KT Thomas help you make the most of it. This is KT's Money Matters. Hi, this is KT from KT's Money Matters. Talking to you today on an idea that keeps kind of circling around. I call it living or dying without a plan, making things harder than they need to be. Let's face it, nobody really wants to think about what's going to happen later in life when maybe they're not capable of making decisions for themselves or, God forbid, something happens and they die. In fact, today, you know, I look around at my middle-aged friends and everybody's trying to look 30 even though they're all in their 50s. So we don't even want to look a little old. We don't even want to look middle-aged. How the heck are we ever going to think about a time in our lives when we're maybe not as able to make decisions and control things as we think we are today? But it happens. Every once in a while, a famous person shines a spotlight on why it's important to take care of the details of those you love. Recently, we all read about Prince's death and the fact that his estate was over $300 million and there was no will. Now he's got sisters and he's got stepbrothers and sisters who thought they were going to split the money all, all equally, you know, after they paid the big tax bill. But now it's come to light that there's a potential child from a one-night stand. And what I want you to know is maybe he didn't care, but the courts do. You should know that the court in the state of Minnesota could decide to pass that entire estate onto the love child of the one-night stand, specifically because that heir or any heirs were not specifically disinherited in the will. And because there was no will, there was no disinherit. Now, Prince maybe didn't even know this child existed, but this child could, in fact, get the entire estate. But it's not just Prince. So Abraham Lincoln died without a will. I think if you think you're the president, you're probably going to have a really long life and you don't really need to worry about it. But here we're talking about somebody who was a skilled lawyer whose estate in today's dollars would be worth several millions who just didn't get around to it. Sometimes people don't do things even though they got around to it. Two years ago, actor Philip Seymour Hoffman didn't establish trusts for his children because he, quote, didn't want his kids to grow up to be spoiled trust fund kids. So when he died, his estate went to the mother of his children, which was his ex-wife, $35 million. Now, that might be fine. But let me ask you this. What if she remarries? What if she has more children with someone else? And then what if she dies before her new spouse? And maybe he didn't care, but his kids will. Even though these are really huge dollar amounts that we're talking about, these same issues happen for everyday people. So what if you die without a will? The state, your state of residence, has a will that they'll use when you don't decide how it is you want things done. And that may not be the way you want it done. Today, in most states, the spouse receives half of the money and the children receive the other half. Now, maybe that's okay. But I know a lot of old married people 
who think the money is going to be used to take care of each other and then only go to the children when you're done with it. So maybe that's not what you want. Maybe you didn't care that the money all went to the mother of your children or the father of your children for that matter. And maybe you're happily married and you say, you know, I know that they'll take good care of our kids, but people do go on. My father, who's been passed several years, used to always say to me, life is for the living, Kathleen. People do go on. They think they'll never go on, but they do go on. They go on again. They marry again. Often they have children and they end up in these blended families, which makes inheritance from people that have now passed a little less in focus. It's easy to make a mistake here. The number one reason why people don't do estate planning is getting over the idea that they might need it. But the second reason is because sometimes it costs a lot. I always say to people that you want to make sure that you pay for the level of work that you actually need. Estate planning can be done on the cheap. There are online resources where you can pull legal documents offline and you can file them. Sites like LegalZoom.com have been popular for a number of years now. That site assumes that your estate is pretty straightforward and that you know what you want and that you know what you can and cannot do. However, if you don't know what you can and cannot do, you're probably going to want to think about engaging a local attorney. Well, KT, that's easy to say, but there are a lot of attorneys and it's hard to know who to go see. So here's what I'll say to you. Depending upon the value of your estate and how complex you want your plan to be, meaning like, you know, if it's a husband and wife and you have two kids and you really want to make sure that the husband or the wife have everything they need and when they're done, they go to the kids equally, that's pretty straightforward. And so you want a local attorney, somebody competent, but that person doesn't necessarily need to be an elder care expert. However, if you've been married before, you have kids from a prior marriage, you have an estate that is significant, you have any of your children that you just don't want to receive that money outright, then what you want to think about is seeing an estate planning attorney that can help you make those decisions. How do you find one in your local area? Well, sometimes you can talk to people you know and get a recommendation, but if you can't, you could see the Better Business Bureau website and look up local attorneys and check out their ratings and their specialties. And this would be a great way for you to start to decide who this is going to be. Next thing you want to do is you want to make sure you understand their pricing before you meet with them. I've seen people spend a few hundred dollars and I've seen people spend $10,000 working on designing their estate plan. Depending upon the size and complexity of the estate you're trying to plan for, you'll want to think about understanding what those fees are and aligning what you need with what it'll cost. Because you need to remember, these are your kids we're planning for. So if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure that you subscribe so that you'll get regular updates. And if you know somebody that you think might benefit from this podcast, feel free to share the link with them. And so if you want to help us get our podcast out there and you believe in the things financially we're talking about, please take time to rate our show on iTunes. And if you have any topic suggestions that you'd like to hear more about or questions that you're hoping that we could maybe address on a future podcast, you can click the Get in Touch box right on our website at ktsmoneymatters.com. And the Hardworking Woman's Guide to Money, available 
either on our website, KT's Money Matters, or on Amazon. Or, of course, you can find our link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.